Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Open Mic. We're so excited to be here today. Uh, my name is Coco, and today we have Taylor, Brooke, and Darian. And guys, this is a very special episode because we are doing a girls' takeover. Girl so takeover. give it up. We're so excited about essentially a ladies' tell all, if you will. Um, so we're really excited about it. But we thought we'd kick off this ladies' tell all, this girls' takeover, um, to talk about our ins and our outs. And if you do didn't know what ins and outs are I personally I needed some help so you know I was like what are ins and outs so uh an in is something that is in for you this year I think you'll catch on something that's like in you're you're excited about it and then something that's out that you're like not happening this year so I'm bringing it into the new year of 2024 it's not you're not bringing it in yeah. okay so I'm gonna start okay my in this year is I'm getting back on the workout grind my girl Taylor, Come we on. are workout buddies. Piper, shout out. She's doing it with us. That's an in for me. An out is that, um, <laughs> what is an out for me? I don't know what an out. I'll have to think about my out. <laughs> Darian, what's your ins, what's your outs? Okay, my in for 2024, um, in New Balance platform sneakers. Yes. Love them. I'm taller than Trendy. all of the boys here at High Street. <laughs> so <laughs> that's an in. Um, and out for me is, you know, Picking what's for dinner. My husband, that's his in. That's my out for 2024. Yes, <laughs> okay, my in is going to be cooking at home more. Okay. I need to make time to cook at home more. Um, but an out is going to be eating out. Oh. So a little double whammy. Wow. Okay, good to know. Uh, my 2024 in is going to be drinking more water. That is not my strong suit. So we're on that hydration grind over here. Uh, my out. Negative self-talk. We're up here wow. trying to boost the confidence in wow. 2024. Taylor, I'm so glad that you said that because that is what we're going to be talking about today. That's one of the pieces that we're going to be talking about today. And I am super excited because we are going to be talking about all things um, identity, negative self-talk, uh, body image, confidence. Like These are the things that I think as girls, we really do need to figure out like how can we live our life in a way that truly is going to honor God. And um, I think all of these things really matter. And as we've been talking, um, these things have kind of popped up. And I think that when things like that pop up, we, we need to be like, okay, well, we need to talk about this. And we need, because that means other people are having these problems or these things that they really need to kind of address and, and bring to God. God. And so we're just going to dive in and talk through some of these different different topics. So our first one is identity. Where do we find our identity? Yeah, I think a lot of times, especially just as women, we tend to look for our identity or our self-worth in social media or what boys think about us or what our friends and family think about us. Um, but ultimately, I think that like with looking at to our identity and those outlets, we're constantly thinking, oh, well, if I just had like this girl's like body. If I just had this girl's like hairstyle or maybe then people would like me more. Um, but then that just slips into like a huge like comparison game. Um, but ultimately like when our identity is found in Christ, like we're not looking into other things like worldly things to satisfy us or to um, put our identity in. Brooke, I think that's so good. Something that's really 
I think specific from like the list you gave because I feel like family is a huge one. I think that we don't really recognize all the time of how much what our family speaks into us when we're growing up sticks with us now. And I feel like those are things that I'm, I'm learning now. I'm 23 and there are things that my family said to me when I was growing up that maybe they didn't even necessarily mean the way that they said it, but I took it that way and I've kept it with me for 23 years. And so when we were kind of preparing for this, I feel like I was really processing that of like, oh man, like what were the things that were spoken into me at a young age that I have with me now? And um, something that I was looking in like, and I was like reading through the Bible and trying to like figure out what kind of like combats this is literally in Genesis 1 when God creates man, like God's going through the process of creating everything and he's like, oh, and it's good and it's good. And then he creates man and he says it's very good. And I was like, man, like that is where it should be. Like it shouldn't be in what my family says about me or what boys say about me or what social media is showing me in the comparison that I'm playing, but what God says about me and God says I'm very good. And that is something that I can be confident in. Yeah, um, I relate to you, Taylor, a lot about, um, like, our identity can come from, like, our family. I think that, like, I grew up and my mom spoke a lot of, like, just she just always told me I was beautiful. And she always told me that, like, whatever sport I did that I, you know, like, you can do anything, like, you want and all these different things. And so she made me, like, dream big. And honestly, like, I still struggle, obviously, with identity confidence. But I feel like I'm a very confident person today because my mom spoke those words. And um, so I would just say, like, too, our words have power for ourselves, for other people. Like, the thoughts in our head have power. What we say out loud to other people, like, have power. Um, and so that's like, I think a big thing, uh, too. Yeah, I think that's so good. I mean, like all those different areas, I think are vying for our attention and oftentimes they want to tell us who we are, uh, whether it is social media, you need to look like this. You need to be this type of person. Uh, you need to do this workout routine, whatever it may be. And so they're telling, they want to label us like you are this type of person or, uh, you, you struggle in this area. So there's the label. I'm going to slap the label on you. And oftentimes we can put those labels on us and we're like, well, this is who the world says that I am. So I'm just going to believe that. And, um, I think that is, that's such a tricky thing because it's like, man, that is not where we get the truth of who we are. Like we get our identity from God. And as believers, he calls us children of God. And that is so incredible because then we have this right standing with God, like the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, he calls us his own, his very own, his prized possession. And so when we view it like that and we're like, oh my word, like I don't have to allow these labels to, to, to show me who I am. I actually get to identify with God, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Then, oh my goodness, that changes the game for us. That truly makes a huge difference in knowing who we are. Um, and so I think we have to fight that every single day. And you had mentioned comparison. Oh my goodness. Comparison is literally, it's like we talk about comparison is the thief of all joy, but it's so true that like when we start to compare ourselves to other people, to other situations, whatever, um, man, it truly makes us just feel sad and down about it. And then we're like, man, like nothing in life is good because I don't have what they have. Um, and comparison can really, really like derail us. Um, so how are, what are some things we can do to make sure that we are on the right page and like identifying with God and allowing him to tell us who we are versus the world or versus people? Yeah, I think like uh, a big one is reading your Bible every day. That is really important to just know like who God is, who God made us to be. And I think like as you read your Bible, God will, will reveal like what he has created you for, what you have a purpose. He'll outline like your desires, your passions and 
um, kind of like equip you, you know, to, if you're reading your Bible, if you're in scripture, then you're like, okay, I feel like I'm within like God's like purpose. What is that? Like, and then you can, I don't know, see that like play out, like whenever you're reading who God made you to be, you know? I also think that's something that's really important is within you knowing scripture well is surrounding yourself with people who know scripture well because it's like you can be confident all day, but if I'm next to you and I'm really like downplaying the things that you're struggling with or degrading you in any way, um, whether I'm meaning to or not, I think that that can be really tricky and like combating those lies with scripture. And so having people that will combat those lies with scripture with you, um, people who like know who you are, people who will encourage you, people who will speak a lot of life into you because um, for me, like nobody in my family is a believer. So a lot of the things that I struggle with and thinking about comes from a lack of relationship with Jesus. Whereas when I'm in this church, I never feel that way because everybody that's in this room has a good relationship with God. And so I, I believe the things that you say because I know that the things that you say are backed up by scripture. That's good. And I think too, like as we're talking about identity, we have to really go back to the root of like, what do I actually believe about myself? Mm. Right? Like, and so I think, spend, like you said, spending time in scripture and really going back to, like, who do I believe that I am? Like, I- am I getting this from the world or am I getting this from God's word? So taking inventory of, like, my belief system of who I am because that really will change the game for us. Um, so I think, like, identity is so, so important. Um, but kind of switching gears a little bit, let's talk confidence. Mm. I mean, ladies, right? Mm-hmm. I Come on. Confidence is so uh, key, I think, and confidence can be so hard, but I, I have definitely walked into a room where I've had a day where I'm like, come on, like, I am feeling good about myself, right? And I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I feel like I'm invited here. I feel like I'm supposed to be here. I feel like this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. I feel good. I look good. All the things. Just got my hair done, whatever it may be. Uh, But then on the flip side, there's days where I'm like, I feel like trash. I do not want to do whatever that certain thing is that I'm supposed to do. I don't want to go to that place because I'm feeling a lack of confidence. And we have to figure out like, is confidence biblical? What is confidence? And how can we really use God's word to show us, like, what that is and inform our thinking of this? So let's just kick it off. What is confidence and what is, like, a biblical view of confidence? Yeah, I think, like, first we have to describe, like, how people view confidence. So a lot of people view confidence, like, differently. Um, Some people view, like, oh, I feel confident because I'm in a new outfit or, you know, like I have my like New Balance platforms on. Mom, like the new I feel confident, you know. Uh, so some people view it that way. Some people, like how I often view um, confidence is uh, my personality. You know, like I'm a confident person. This person's a confident person. So it's like personality. It can be attitude. It can be actions. Like so I feel like there's a lot of different ways that your confidence can come from for sure. I also think that something I've thought about a lot is that I think that kind of like going off of what you were saying of like, it can be your personality, it can be an attitude, it can be an action. I think that sometimes we, we kind of surface level confidence, so it kind of masks our insecurity. Um, And I think that insecurity is like combative of what scripture says. But I think that that kind of comes in to, to kill our confidence. And so I don't necessarily think that confidence is like, an action or a feeling like I genuinely think it is like a demeanor that we set upon ourselves and believe um, because scripture talks about how we should be confident. And I think that when we like stick to that, I think that that kind of flows out of us rather than being like, Oh, I look good in this outfit or I feel good because I'm confident in what I'm doing. 
Um, I also think it's really important to know, like, you're not going to be confident in everything. Like, you had kind of mentioned that earlier that you are a very confident person, Darian. Like, yes, you are, Darian. You are Shout somebody out. that walks into a room, and I'm like, she knows that she's supposed to be here. And I would not say that I'm not a confident person, but I don't necessarily carry myself in a room like you do. Um, so I think that it's important to recognize, like, everybody's going to do it differently. Everybody's going to feel confident in different things. Like, I am not confident in working out, but are Coco and I going to do it? And yes, Coco and I are going to try, <laughs> and it is going to build our confidence because we're not going to let our insecurity in that area debilitate us from trying. And so I think that confidence is something that is built. It's not something that just comes overnight. Yeah, I really liked what you said about, like, we're not going to be confident in everything. And I think, like, if you are struggling with confidence in a specific area, um, identify the root of, like, what's causing your lack of confidence. Mm. And so it's, like, if you're – constantly scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing like all these girls like post on social media about how they're portraying that they are living a perfect life, quote unquote, perfect life. Maybe you need to delete social media for like a month or something just because that could be a stumbling block for you. And God could be highlighting that to you of like, hey, I think that you need to put this worldly thing aside, focus on me. And we're going through 21 days of prayer and fasting right now as a church. And so it's like fast from social media until like you are back on like your mindset that the Lord wants you to be on of no, I am confident I'm a daughter of the king. Yeah, I think that's so, so good. And, like, confidence really can, I think, make our day or break our day, right? So if I if I do walk into a room and I'm like, man, I am feeling good, it, again, doesn't have to be, like, how we look, although that does have something to do with it, I think. Um, if you're feeling down about how you look, like, just your hair, do your makeup, do something. Like, that will help you. Like, that can help you. Um, but, like, I think that if we can really uh, realize, like, why can we be confident? I think we, again, it all goes back to Scripture. It all goes back to the Bible. Why can we be confident? One, we can be confident if we're a believer that we're going to heaven when we die. So whatever happens, like, we can go for it and we can we can be confident that God has us. Two, we can be confident in who God is. And he is the one that is holding us. He's the one that's uh, taking care of everything. And I think when I am lacking confidence, I have to go look to our Father in heaven who is all-powerful, all-merciful, all-knowing. He's, um, like, omnipresent, all these different things. And so we can look at that and be like, okay, if that is our Father, that's our Heavenly Father, and if I'm feeling like this lack of confidence, I'm like, well, God is these things towards me, and that's a good thing towards me. So because of who he is and who he's created us to be, then that should change our outlook on how we can be confident because I'm like, well, God is on my side, right? Like God is the one um, who can inform me on how to be confident in, in those different situations. Yeah, and I also think like on that too, that gives us confidence to take the next step in whatever we need to do. It's like you don't feel confident in leading a small group. Like God has like equipped you. Like you can pray about it. You can ask someone to help like equip you. But it's like you need to keep like taking next steps to be more and more and more confident in that thing. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm a confident person. Am I confident in everything? No, but I want to try. Like I do want to try because God has equipped me, you know, and, and if I don't have – sometimes going into an event, I am like I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know all the details, but I'm going to make sure everyone knows I'm confident. I'm going to mm -hmm. pray. Pray yeah. that God would give me the confidence. Pray that God would give me the details and just honestly know that God is on my side so I can step into this role. Mm -hmm. I can do this thing. Um, so sometimes I honestly think that with confidence, we just have to go for it because you know what? After those events, I'm like, dang, God has used me in a powerful way. Like now I'm confident that he can do it again. You yeah. Know? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and here's the thing, too, with confidence. Like, when you think of someone that's not confident, like, I don't necessarily want to be around that person. That sounds really bad, but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, if someone walks into the room and someone's confident, and I think we can sometimes, um, the word confident and arrogant, we think together, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the case. I think confident is walking out your calling of who God has called you to be mm-hmm. and what he's called you to do. And so if we're, if we're like, around someone who's like, gosh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. Um, man, I just don't feel like I'm equipped to do this job. I just, and it's like a negative situation well that really the root of that is selfishness Mm. if we're constantly saying like I can't do this I don't want to show up there because I don't feel good I don't think I look good so I'm not going to do that it all goes back to us and and we've talked about like okay what does the bible say don't think of ourselves too much we need to think of other people we need to put other people before us and I think what's really helpful with that I heard someone say one time um instead of walking to a room saying like hey here I am like, we walk into a room and say, hey, there you are. Mm. So having that type of perspective, instead of being like, hey, who's going to talk to me today? Like, I want to be the person, like, that that people want to come to. Instead of that, it's like, how can we serve other people? This, like, I think throws this whole conversation on its head when we start talking about, okay, instead of, like, th- like how I'm going to be confident, it's like, how can I serve other people? And when we serve other people, we are conforming to the image of Jesus that makes us, in turn, confident. Mm. Right? I also think that living in that negative headspace is so dangerous because I think that it undermines who God is. Because I think getting down to the baseline of it, it's like, man, I believe that God is good and I believe that he created everything the exact way that he wanted to. I'm a part of that creation. Like if I believe that God created me and he said that is very good, I think that me being unconfident in who I am and doubting the abilities that God has given me is kind of disrespectful to him. He's like, man, I love you and I've created you this way. And when I'm talking poorly about myself, I think that it hurts him because he's like, Mm -hmm. man, I love you. I created you. I made you to be this way. And you think all of these terrible things about yourself. What is that saying about me and my character and Mm -hmm. what you think of me? Right. He sent his son to die on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that is, oh, my goodness, that's a really good point, Taylor. Um, so th- for the person who's out there who's listening and they're like, man, I'm just really struggling with this, like, negative self-talk. Um, I think one of the things that we can do is you need to identify and take captive every thought that you have and take inventory of what it is. So if we, if a thought comes up, oh, I don't, I feel like I, I look ugly, whatever. Um, okay. I got to take that thought captive and I got to put that, put that up to scripture. Does that honor God or does that dishonor God? Okay. That thought dishonors God. So God, I'm so, I'm sorry that I, I thought that repent of that and move forward. We got to keep going. We got to keep moving forward, but I think we need to constantly take those thoughts captive and really make them obedient to Christ and to his word and say, okay, I'm not going to allow this thought to then derail my whole day. I'm going to take the thought captive and then I'm going to keep moving forward. So that's one thing that we can do to really help us as we are on this journey to like be more confident and to honor God with the way we talk to ourselves and to honor God with our life. Yeah, I think a verse that really goes along with that is Philippians 4.8, and it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so that just piggybacks off of what Coco just said, of what Taylor just said. If we are thinking about anything about ourselves, let it be honorable to God. Let it be praiseworthy to God. Because if we're sitting here, like, thinking about ourselves as less than, what is that saying to God? Like what Taylor just said, you know? And so if if what you're thinking isn't, like, true, if it's not honorable, don't think it. Write it down. 
renounce it, as like renounce Coco it, yeah. says does a lot <laughs> i love it though um renounce it renounce that's it, why though. community is important yes yeah it's exactly why community is important and like confess those things to your community you know like hey i'm thinking these things about myself i know that they're not true if you catch me like spiraling in this lie point it out in me um but just re- memorizing a verse you know memorizing philippians 4 8 for one you know reminding yourself okay that is not true that is a lie from the enemy he wants me to like dwell in something that's not true about myself so that i take my eyes off of god And I will say, too, I know we've been talking about a lot about, like, God's character. And if you're unsure about, like, God's character, then you should do the same thing. Like, write, like, find characteristics in the Bible that who God says he is. Put, like, scripture, because I know maybe that doesn't come easy to you. Maybe you're like, oh, like, God doesn't love me. He's not a loving God or merciful God or whatever. Then 2024 is your year to find out who God is, his characteristics. That's an in. That's an in. That's an in. You know? (laughs) Work on that because as you find who God is, then you will find who, like, you were designed to be, you know? That's good. I also think that that gives more validity to God. Like if you start out with who he is and you believe those things, it makes the things that he says about you more real. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I think is just really practical, which this is so simple, is just to pray about it. Mm-hmm. Like scripture literally tells us Matthew twenty one twenty two. Like he says, if you pray about things in faith and like I want to give them to you, like he wants you to pray about your desires. And if you desire to be a confident person, like scripture tells us to be confident, like that is something that God wants us to have. And so I'm like, if in faith you believe that God can help you in that, pray about it. And I think that like laying that out, um, something that you had just talked about of like community. I think that telling people is so important. Uh, we literally had a moment this weekend where one of our friends came to us and was like, hey, ill words are out. Like we're done with ill words in 2024. Like I don't want to talk poorly about myself. And we were like, yes, that's awesome. Like let's hold you accountable. And Coco literally asked her, she was like, do I have permission to like call you out on when you do it? And I think that bringing people into it is so important because it, it holds us to a higher standard. But also those people will pray about it with you. Like if you ask God, he will help you. And I think that that is something that I think we undermine a lot of like, sometimes it can be as simple as like, God changed my heart toward myself. God changed my heart toward you. And things will just kind of start to mold into place after that. Yeah. I mean, Ephesians 2 talks about um, we are God's workmanship created anew in Christ Jesus for the good things he has planned for us long ago. And I love that verse because one, even just like looking at the verse, like if, if we didn't even know anything about it, it's like the word workmanship, like that's not like something that was thrown together. It was like, no, God crafted each one of us individually with a specific purpose and by design. We were created on purpose for purpose. I know we say that a lot, but it's so true. We were created on purpose for a purpose. And so, and why, why? So that we could do the good things that he's planned for us. God has a specific plan for each one of us that he wants us to walk out our calling. He wants us to be able to be confident to go for that job. He wants us to be able to be confident to, uh, you know, invite that friend to go have coffee with you. I think oftentimes when we're not confident, when we lack confidence, it really debilitates us. It makes us isolated. And what happens is the enemy wins when we are not confident. And we're here to say that that is an out for 2024, okay? That is totally an out for 2024. But we really do think that when we can address this uh, topic, and I think it's something where, again, like it is a daily choice for us to say, okay, God, I'm struggling with feeling good today. Will you help me to feel good? 
Or I'm struggling to feel confident in my ability to do my job today. Will you help me? Will you give me strength? What that does is it increases our dependence on God, and God gets the glory in that. Because then I can, I can most definitely say, God, I did not feel like I was equipped to do this, but you equipped me. God, I did not feel like I could go talk to that person and have that spiritual conversation, but you're the one that showed up and helped me in that. Or even I did not feel good about walking into that thing and doing a podcast on stage, but God, you helped me to feel good. Right, And it's like, it's so simple, but God cares about the details of our lives and cares about all the things. Um, I know we're talking about other things, but we have to talk on this really quick, body image. Mm. This is a ladies take all. This is girls take over. And we want to talk about it because um, we've noticed as we serve in young adult ministry from even you've served in youth and kids, whatever. It's like, this is a topic that specifically, I think girls and women deal with. And we need to figure out how can we, not let that topic or body image really be a negative thing, but a positive thing. What do you girls think? Body image is so interesting because that was not something that I struggled with until I became a believer. I feel like that was an area in which Satan was like, oh, she doesn't have experience in this. She's not going to know how to combat it. And so I'm going to get her in this. And I was like, oh man, like, I don't really know what you do. And I also think that that is an area, which I don't know if I'm alone in this. It kind of feels embarrassing to say that it's something you struggle with. Like to be like, oh, I don't like the way I look. I'm like, man, am I lame for saying that? Like, am I alone in saying that? Even though I know that everybody struggles with it. And I feel like something that has been so helpful for me is honestly just being honest about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I just have to speak it out loud. I say it one time. I'm like, I'm not going to complain about it again. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I do this with my roommate, Sarah, all the time. Like, if I wake up in the morning and I'm not liking the way that I look, Mm -hmm. I will walk into her room and I'll be like, I'm thinking very negatively about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not liking these things. Will you pray for me today? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about it again. Mm -hmm. And I feel like kind of cutting it off because I feel like when we speak about it and we get into this, like, repetitive mindset of, like, thinking poorly about ourselves, I think is when we start to really believe it. Mm -hmm. I think, too, like, right now we're in a big season of, like, it's just the new year. Everyone, you know, wants to go to the gym. Everyone wants to eat healthy and whatnot. And that those things are okay. Like, as long as, like, your heart posture, right? Like, Coco, I know you talked about, like, yeah, I, like, want to go to the gym because you're, like, I love myself. But, like, you're, like, I just want to be, like, I can also fit, improve, you know, you know fit is your like, yet. <laughs> yeah. And so I think, like, too, whenever you guys, whenever we're doing these things of, like, are we going to the gym? Are we eating healthy? Are we not eating enough because we hate the way we look? Or are we doing this to be, like, you know, to be healthy, to be good stewards of our bodies, you yeah. know? Like, there is a difference in, in those two things, too. So, so again, like, taking inventory of why you're doing the things you are. Just That's just a thought mm-hmm. of going into the new year with all the, the stuff. Mm. And I've been thinking about this, too. Like, our body is a temple, right? Yeah. Scripture talks about how our body is a temple and the Holy Spirit lives within us. And so if that's the case, which it is, we believe that Scripture is truth. Um, and so we base our lives off of the truth of God's word. So, okay, if we're, our bodies are a temple, then we need to treat it well. So I think, like, and I think that's, like, like what you said, like, we we need to do it in a way that is healthy, that not in a way that's like extreme. So we need to, truth is found in the balance oftentimes. So we need to make sure that we're like, okay, I'm going to do this because I do think that I want to grow in this area. I want to do whatever. I want to have some goals or, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But when that is like, number one, I think it's when it's consuming our thoughts all the time, that's when we need to figure out why am I constantly thinking about, man, I look so bad in this or why, you know, I, I look terrible in this outfit, whatever it may be. Um, and so once we start to let that consume our thoughts, I think that's when we're like, 
okay, we need to really stop, take inventory, assess what's going on. And I love that you can go to your roommate and be like, hey, struggling, we pray for me. Um, because again, community is so important in that. And so I'm so thankful for, um, I feel like I have a situation like that with my roommate. I can be like, I feel like terrible today. Will you help me? And she's like, okay, you look great. You know, you're going to do great. You're going to do this. And so you need sometimes that pep talk to be like, okay, this is good. Brooke, what do you think? Well, I think like what you just said about community and what Taylor also just said about community, the enemy wants you to feel isolated. So if you are like feeling like a lack of confidence around the topic of body image, the enemy wants you to feel isolated. So he's going to want you to feel guilty about going to your community. I don't know if this is like something that you guys can like relate to, but a lot of times, like if it is like body image that like I'm struggling with, a lot of times the enemy will plant the lie of like, oh, well, if you go to them about that, like they're just going to give you a compliment, but then they're going to think that like you're just searching for a compliment. And it's like, don't let the enemy like have that foothold in you. Cause it's like, if you're just announcing a lie that like the enemy has been feeding you and you're going to your community in confidence about that, they're going to pray for you, you know? And so it's like, don't let the enemy hold you back from going to your community about holding you accountable in that. That's good. Man, ladies, we have hit on a lot of things today. Um, I think that this is a conversation that if you're listening and you're like, man, I, I would love to like sit down with one of us. I know every single one of us up here would be willing to have a conversation with you um, just to encourage you and help you to really live your life in a way that's going to honor God. And this is what we do know about confidence and body image and all these things and identity is that confidence looks good on you. So walk in confidence, walk out in confidence, knowing that God has called you to wherever you're at. And that's exactly where you're supposed to be. I think that's helpful for me to remember like this is where I'm supposed to be because this is God's will for me to be here right now. Um, so confidence looks good on you. Um, when you're struggling in these areas, take those thoughts captive and don't allow those to rule your life. But really, you can tell, you can inform your thoughts of what you're going to think according to God's word. Um, and lastly, let community in on it. I think those are some really helpful tips. Um, but guys, thanks so much for being here on this podcast today uh, for the very first and hopefully not the last Girls, girls take, take over. over. <laughs> <laughs> this was <one's> funny, girls. <laughs> yes.